Yo, it's Yizo. Hey guys, I'm back. I know you missed me for a whole week, but I'm back with my super awesome friend, Juliana Reader, but Hello. I call her Juge. Yes, Juge is in the house today. Juge is in the crib. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Let's go. I'm excited for this, though. When you said Juge is in the house, I thought of like a bounce house, like if you were like <laughs> jumping up and down. Like imagine, I always got those for my <laughs> like birthday party. Like a ball party, pit. So. Oh. Into the ball pit, into a foam pit. <laughs> Dude, whatever happened to those college kids need to rediscover the power of a ball pit. That would be <laughs> insane. That'd probably be honestly like like casualties. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, so true. <laughs> that could cause issues, but it'd be fun. Well, speaking of college, <laughs> let's travel back. Um, cue Back to the Future music, I feel like. I don't even know what it sounds like, but... I'm pretending that that's backwards. Music. Okay. We're going back in time. Mm-hmm. Two. 2008. Just kidding. Um, somewhere around there. Okay. Um, this is a pretty broad question because I know if somebody asked me this, I'd be like, uh, it depends. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but describe your childhood for me. Oh, brother. Where do I begin? Like, yeah. honestly. I mean... As most people know, I am a Asian, so I'm a mixed child. <laughs> I have an Asian mother and a white dad, so I don't know if I have to preface that, but okay. that's what that is. And so I kind of grew up in a very musical, very kind of strict, you know, how kind of ethnic parents can be, you know. Um, but, like, I grew up playing piano. My parents own a piano, a music school, so that was a very big part of my life. I was... Wait. Pause. Did I hear this correctly? Did you just say your parents owned a piano sto- school? We do. We own the Reader Music Academy in Danville, California. Come visit. Oh my gosh, <laughs> guys. I've known this girl for like, I don't know how long I've known this girl. Almost a year Almost, ish. Yeah, no, oh, no, definitely a year. Yeah. If not more than no, no. Oh my gosh, no! Not, I don't think it's I even been a last year, semester. Yeah. Holy shit! I know. <laughs> wow, but I didn't know that. Wait, yeah. so they owned a. a they didn't just make you take these classes. They no. owned these yeah, they classes. Owned, yeah, they owned that. <laughs> they owned it. And my dad, like, started teaching piano, like, out of our house. So, like, at the age of four, that's when it all kind of started. So my dad was my piano teacher growing up, and I just – that was my life. That was – music was, Holy like, my sport. I never played any sports besides, like, karate. That doesn't count. I feel like that doesn't count. I did like kung fu. I did like tennis. Like tennis barely counts. Like come on. But like oh I did piano and that was like it. But it was just hours and hours of practice, recitals, competitions, like the whole wait, shebang. Wait, so I have to know before you go further. Yeah. Are you like a piano prodigy? Not to toot my own horn, but some would say. Some would say, maybe. Dude, I wish. Oh. Oh, wait. (laughs) We do have a piano. Absolutely not. It's not like that. Like, I can just do something. Like, I haven't played in, like, a while. I quit after quarantine, let's just say. That's like when people find out I speak Spanish and they're like, oh, my God, say something. Like, uh. That's what people do to me with German, too. I'm like, what do you want me to say? Like, (laughs) What do you want? 
But I tried yeah. to tell Juj the the only expression I know in German the other day, and she made me repeat it like three times because I said it so off. Yeah, I just I wasn't really following. No, and the expression literally means I'm sorry I don't speak German, and even that I managed to fuck up. It's well, I kind of I did get the point. She at, did. At she end. got it. At, at, but the point is, I was saying it so wrong. It was funny though. That I guess that's another thing in my childhood was that I was raised speaking German and English basically. My dad isn't German, he's just your average Joe, but he was a German major in high school or college, so he just started speaking German and then Italian Wait, added hold on. The presses. No, no, no. Freeze. <laughs> I feel like I'm this just like word woman, vomiting right no, now. No, no, this is good. But this woman the other day tells me her father speaks German in the house. So I am naturally like, oh, obviously he's German because, you know, why would an American man speak German in the house? Like that seems a little Yeah, you know. I, I don't get it either, honestly. Wait. I totally th- Juj, this is making less and less sense. <laughs> Wait, what? What do I even know about you? I don't know. Oh my god, imagine my if life she's is a, a lie. Spy. Yeah. No, no uh, we're a lie. Like what's going on here? I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay, I dude is not German. Dude they is own not German. A school, music academy. I am just like for the like arts. I think that's what I was like kind of built for. Like I'm not good at science and math but I was good at the foreign languages I did my like piano thing and that was literally my life like those were the only two things that I did like my whole childhood and like going to college like I was originally supposed to be a music major and then I changed my mind and now I'm in the media school but like wow, it's crazy for what, for what instrument the piano or piano. something else mm-hmm. and is that the only instrument that you've played I did play the flute in band. I was a band kid in middle school, but hey, no shame. No shame at all. I love the band kids. Like, come on, they deserve more respect. But I did play the flute, but not not to the level I played piano. Huh? Yeah. Wow, you learn something new every day. I know. Can you sing? No, no. I don't think I can sing. Oh, well, that's too bad. Sing "Mary Had a Little Lamb" right now. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, I don't think the listeners want that. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, anyways, um, so what age did you start learning German? I th- I think I was probably like seven or eight maybe. Like I was in elementary school and he just started like with flashcards and like kind of like <laughs> the whole like we Wait. had to listen to CDs in the car. Like learn German for kids. Like anytime we drive anywhere, that's what I had to listen at to. At home? Yes. At oh home. my goodness. Mm. Oh my goodness! It, it was not by choice. Let's just say I did not want how, to. How about music? Did you enjoy it, or was that like something that you? I, I enjoyed know. it for a bit, like in my peak prodigy era. Honestly, like yeah. when I would perform and I was kind of the best at the recitals yeah. and I'd win these competitions. Sure, it was like cool to be good at something, but like after <laughs> and then a while, you stopped being the best, and another eight-year-old <laughs> no. kicked you off. No, it was more like. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I was just so shut down from that. No, but, like, it just became kind of a chore when my parents were like, she's really good. Like, we've got to do something about this. Like, I'd have to practice, like, two hours a day. And, like, if I didn't practice, I'd get my phone taken away. Like, it was a whole, like, like, I'd get punished if I didn't do my piano. Like, it was becoming a chore. So I started to, like, lose the love for it. I hated it, really. And, like, that's kind of why I didn't want to do it in college because I was like, if I have to practice, like, three hours a day, do piano all I'm day, lose like, my I would lose my mind. So I had to switch. Then I switched to my language major, and then I switched again. So 
It's crazy. Oh, what's your major now, if I can ask? I'm a TV and film production major, which is just completely, like, yeah, different. Yeah, really but... different. How are you liking the media school? I love the media school. It's so much better. Like, it's so much fun. I think I'm it's so cool. just saying we're pretty badass. Uh, yeah, like, I have nothing bad to say at all. Um. Well, jumping off that, maybe a bit of a overly existential question okay. that you probably don't even know the answer to, but yeah. in case you do, I'm okay. going to ask. So how has this like transferred into you like coming of age between high school and college and, and your identity? You know, like mm-hmm. what what things make you you? Like was it... How did that like impact who I yeah, am? Yeah, and, and your self-expression because yeah. I mean... Where did you find your self-expression? I think what really, like, how do I even, like, go about this? I think growing up, the piano and the foreign language things were so forced upon me in that I, like, only felt that I was really good at piano. And, like, I always growing up wanted to, like, play soccer, like, be on the dance team like other kids. But I never had that in me. I was almost, like, embarrassed to do it because, like, all I was good at was piano. So I was like, I'm not even going to branch out to do other things. And, like, my parents kind of, like, weren't all for me trying other things besides piano because they were like, you're good at this, like, stick to it, you know? I totally resonate with this. Yeah. Before we move forward, because when I was younger, well, I guess maybe for different reasons, but um, when I was younger, I started dance because I loved dance. I was super, super I could so see you in dance. I was (laughs) a freaking psycho. Mm -hmm. I wanted to walk around my house in a bikini (laughs) 24-7. I'm not even lying. You can honestly ask my dad. Most pictures of me between two to seven are in bikinis. (laughs) That's Um, kind of iconic. Because I just would wear it around the house. Like I'd wake up, eat breakfast, change into my bikini, and just hang out. That's awesome. And put on performances (laughs) with my Hannah Montana guitar. Mm -hmm. Anyways. I always give way too much like background no, context uh, that's info. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody listening is like, okay, so what are you talking about? <laughs> but um cutting to the mother effing chase. Mm-hmm. We're watching our language today. <laughs> that's a lie. Um but basically, I was really into the little dancing. My mom is not into sports at all. She's not sporty. Yeah. She doesn't want to do sports. She doesn't want to watch sports. Like yeah. she literally with my brothers, it's like I don't even know if they know what sports are out there because she doesn't even talk about yeah. it with them. Yeah, just not exposed to any sports. I'm like, do you guys know that basketball exists? <laughs> Have you, they seen a basketball before? <laughs> yes. She's like, they don't like that stuff. And I'm like, how do you, they're literally four and yeah, seven. Like, I don't think they know what they fucking like. <laughs> exactly. Kids are, no, yeah. kids are smart. But they, they're dumb. They're in this place where they don't know what the fuck they want. You gotta like show them options. They're exactly. not just gonna wake up and be like, "Yeah, I want to do something I've never heard of." Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, other than that, so I was really into this dancing. My mom was like, "Yeah, dance, ooh ooh ooh," because my mom's like super cutie girly patootie. Mm-hmm. And um, there came a time in my life when I was like maybe in like third or fourth grade, where I kind of really wanted. To learn how to play things like mm-hmm. soccer and volleyball, or, yeah. Because I noticed I wasn't that good at it in like PE, and I was like, Damn. and like other kids were on teams. Like, yeah, it and was they were so, bad. It was a big no, deal. No, everybody and their freaking mother played soccer mm-hmm. or volleyball or something. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like too embarrassed, like how you said. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't just embarrassed because I didn't know how to do it. 
Yeah. But I was also embarrassed because I was like, okay, guys, <laughs> I'm going to say this and laugh. I mean, it could be a trigger for some people. Oh, God. It, it can be for me, but <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> this is how my fourth grade brain worked. Oh, geez. It is kind of sad, but it is funny. Yeah. But I remember I used to think like, because I would get comments every now and then from certain like family members and just people like telling me about my weight. When Ugh. I was like literally nine and ten years old, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, don't know who the fuck was thin at nine or ten, yeah. But anyways, um, it came from a good place, but yeah. whatever. Regardless, so I remember I actually used to think I was like, oh my god, they're gonna be like, oh look at the little fat girl trying no. to play soccer. Yeah, it's really sad. But <laughs> That's so sad. You're I so can't young. Say like, sad stuff like without. No, laughing. I know. I I would too. Like. <laughs> I would too, but that's just so sad imagining little you, like... Yeah, it would make me really upset, so I didn't want... Yeah, so I didn't play sports because I didn't want to be that shamed. That's so messed up. Which doesn't make sense because then I can't even, like, I don't know, do exercise and have fun. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you can't even just go kick a ball around with your friends. (laughs) Yeah, so I would always get embarrassed to running. It was, I don't know. I I was so embarrassed with every sport because everyone knew me as the music kid. And everybody was good at things. No, I was was no kid. I was just, because half of them didn't even know I danced. I was just a teacher's daughter Mm -hmm. until I got to middle school and found myself. (laughs) You found yourself in middle school? (laughs) No. Oh. What? Who the fuck finds themselves? You will be. And that's what I thought that's what you just said. No. No, honestly, I feel like sometimes I did find myself in middle school. Like my weird quirky side was really developed in middle school. <laughs> that's where I get my school, jokes. Middle school was another sad time. Yeah. I just kind of Okay. Despite me and my little like body issues at a young age. I was still a little miss, like, popular in elementary school in the sense that I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. I was always really social. Like, this has always been part of my personality. Yeah. I've always been really talkative. I like to be friends with everybody and anybody, like, no matter, like, who you are. Yeah. I just loved That's company. You. Yeah. yeah. And then when I got to middle school, I did the same thing. And I was like, ha-ha, I'm friends with everybody. I love everybody. Mm-hmm. And then some of those everybody's were kind of mean, which was weird because I was like, I have never been bullied in my life. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. Be- in elementary school, I I was a little bit mean because I would, like, take it out on other people, like, the things that I was, like, feeling. Yeah. And then in middle school, it had kind of shifted, and then I was like, okay, I'm a nice person now because I'm going to learn to, like, like myself. Mm-hmm. And then these, like, certain girls, you know. There's always some mean I girls. I mean, you know what? Always. Everybody in middle school is mean because we're all going through it, so I'm sure somebody out there could say the same about me. But anyways... I kind of, like, was like, fuck everybody. And I made, like, three friends, Nicole, Amanda, Chicote, actually also Janae and Madison, whatever. Okay. I I still talk to a few of them, but um, we were, like, the girls. Uh And we would have lunch together all the time. And Mm -hmm. also dance made me hate myself in middle school even more than it did in elementary school because the the older girls in dance were fucking uh, a-holes. Yeah. Those I've bitches are still about mean dance, today, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, dude, really... they're still mean today, though. Like, come on, bro. So, no excuses. This shit isn't dance moms. Like, grow no, up. No, literally, like, dance, dance in middle school sucked. My yeah. my favorite person in there was my actual teacher. Yeah, it was That's shitty. That's horrible. But... but so I had made these friends with these girls, and I kind of, like, got into the weirdest phase of my life in middle school. What? I should... Yeah. I... <laughs> 
I thought you were going to say you shaved your head for a second. (laughs) I wasn't that brave. (laughs) No, when I pushed out the rest of the world, I was like, this is self-betterment journey. This is a 12-year-old. You were ahead of your time with the (laughs) self-care. I was. (laughs) But I was also a little bit behind. Oh. Because how I decided to better myself, (laughs) I became obsessed with listening to Joel Osteen. (laughs) Joel (laughs) Osteen. Oh my God! That I have like trauma from Joel. <laughs> In seventh grade, I listened to Joel. May I ask, like, podcast. how did you stumble upon Joel? Ost- like- I okay, I <laughs> I literally looked up Christian podcasts when I was twelve because I wanted to find God again. Oh, wow, this is like a deep middle school like. Wow. And I went crazy on Pinterest, looking up healthy recipes and meals, and I became a health freak, which is why I know so much about nutrition today. You know when you guys ask me so many questions? I went through that phase in high school, though. Yeah. You know when you guys ask me, like, oh, this and this, and I'm like, well, proteins are kicked out. Yeah. It's because I had this phase in middle school, and I used to go to these girls at lunch, the girls I was friends with, and talk. I'm so scared. Talk about either... Spit it out. Like, <laughs> let's go. Talk about the podcast. No way you're talking about Joel's podcast at lunch. <laughs> or some like fried fried rice quinoa that I made for lunch. Wait, were you like making your lunch in middle school? I was making my lunch in elementary and my breakfast. Jeez, that's impressive. Not because I had to, but because like my mom is such a mommy mom. Yeah. My mom would totally pack me lunch with a note if I wanted her yeah. to. Yeah. But I was such a food network. I was girl. such a like, I, health freak in high school, and I would make all my lunches. Because in elementary school, my form of self-expression was standing at my fake kitchen and following Rachel Ray on TV and <laughs> pretending that I was her. Bro, you've always loved your stuff cooking, from my though. mom's fridge. I did. <laughs> you have always been such a chef. <laughs> Rachel Ray's to blame. <laughs> Fucking Rachel Ray. I'm like not over what the Joel thing. To her? <laughs> That is just like because sometimes That's some like Sunday mornings, shit. like when we wouldn't go to church, like I'd come downstairs and Joel's on the TV, and I'm like, "What, dude?" Are we, and that like, guy right now? No, really? No, I I have nothing against and, the guy. Well, I'm sure well, he's great. Wait, but like, no, you don't know. There is, is he controversial. Oh, Conti AF. There was a whole scandal with him. I wait, wish I could what? tell you the details of the scandal, but to be honest. <laughs> we are so like far from the <laughs> to be honest. Topic. Well, do you okay, know yeah. what the topic is? <laughs> My favorite thing to do is bring guests on here and I don't tell them shit. I'm not like, this yeah, is what we're talking no about. Idea, I'm just going to pick them based off a criteria on purpose and they don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's all like an experiment. Okay. But um, the base of this is that I want to understand, you know, how these different parenting methods lead to different experiences in adult life. Oh. Because you had a pretty like... I had a very strict strict guideline kind of grow up. Mm -hmm. So in college, you find all this freedom. What do you do? I, this is probably like so bad, but like I am using it to my advantage. Like I am doing all the things. Like for me, like, and I feel like one of my best friends also grew up in a very like kind of like immigrant mom, like strict, just like, I don't even know how to explain it like in a way that's like, I guess allowed but you know what I mean like (laughs) basically like my parents were so strict like I was always in timeout I'd always have my phone taken away like I barely got to go out on the weekends like I was in timeout did you have a timeout bench 
I was put in the laundry room. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or in my room, but I get my phone <laughs> taken away. So like I'd read a lot and like I just like I don't know. I feel like I just once I had that freedom, I was like no one can tell me what to do anymore and like I'm going to rebel and just go crazy. Damn. Which is to not like crazy crazy. Like I'm not doing snorting like cocaine off like I don't know. Like I'm not going that crazy, but I mean like <laughs> off of I don't know. I don't know, but like She's not doing it, folks. I'm not doing heroin, but it's just, like, I know how I'm going to raise my kids, and it's not going to be, like, how my parents raised me, basically. Well, isn't that what everybody says? That's what everybody <laughs> says, but, like, the trauma I've endured from that is, like, not worth it. Like, I don't want to put my kids through that. You know what? And it makes you feel any better. Mm-hmm. Even people with, like, great parenting methods fuck up really really badly that is true something along the way gets lost in translation and their kids have trauma too (laughs) yeah that's true i think it's just a playing game it's like uh, playing around trying to figure out how it works it like i cannot even think about being a parent like that is so much responsibility insane man not anytime soon please that's crazy like there's people out there like three kids kids at our age yeah that is a nightmare it's wild. That is not a Damn, dream. That's a nightmare. Props to you guys. If if I had my life all together, then like maybe, but I'm so I just don't far think I that. am like as much as everybody's like, oh, Caitlin has so much maternal experience. You're so maternal, mom, mom, mom. Because I feel like that gets thrown at me twenty four seven. You are kind of mom. Especially at G five. Everybody's like, Oh my god, Caitlin's the mom. Mm-hmm. Like the mom of who? <laughs> of me. Uh, who? You're just the mother figure. But for even everyone. with all this like supposed like maternal experience with my siblings, I'm like that like does not mean anything. Yeah. I just like mentally am in a place where like me myself as a person needs to do so much more. Yeah. Before I can like give myself to another. Yeah. To take care- like I can barely take care of myself every day. Let alone. Well, that others. I can't say. I'm yeah, you are stuff. very put together. I, on the <laughs> other hand, you know about the frozen burritos. Put together, but shows up twenty minutes late to studio time. Because you were working your job, unlike yeah, me, who sits I around was. all day. I was working at my job. I don't do because unfortunately, shit. <laughs> this podcast doesn't do well enough for me to quit it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Imagine. Imagine. Damn. I hope this episode counts as manifestation. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works, but. But that's interesting, you know, because I don't know. My parents were a little bit in the in between because they're polar opposites. Mm. My mom definitely is a bit more guideline and rigid. Yeah. In an obvious way. Yeah. My dad is like, do whatever. Like, I remember, I like, 13 years old, this guy is literally like, you can come home at whatever time you want. Really? As Lucky. long as as long as you tell me, I think it was. That was like the rule, you know, yeah. like keep in contact, be honest. Yeah. Which isn't a hard rule, but my dad's one of those guys that if I treat you like an adult, freedom-wise, you are an adult. Like you got you got to act Yeah, like part. in second grade, remember all of your projects, remember all of your assignments, remember mm-hmm. this and this and this. Make sure you eat this, make sure you do that. Like Yeah. Dude, at eight years old, <laughs> that's like you probably matured very quickly. Yeah, but it was it was weird because it looked like freedom. Yeah, but... it, I'm not. It was freedom. It, it yeah. is, but it had you know All these responsibilities. There was sacrifice in that. Mm-hmm. Whereas my mom was just like, no, just don't do anything. Yeah, and she would remind me too much. I was like, 
Leave me alone. Get off my case, Mom. I know. It's just like when parents are on my case, I think I'm just someone that like doesn't like being told what to do. And when my parents the are worst thing is when you're standing at the dishes and you're ready to do them, and your mom's like, "Can you do the dishes?" I'd be like, "You know what? No. At the, now like, what the I'm hell gonna it turn, like turn I'm it doing? around and like no more. <laughs> like I just cannot be told what to do. Like I'll do it on my own time. Just relax. And I think one thing about like strict parents is like at least in my case, was, like, they were so strict. Like, they didn't let me do anything. I had to be home by 9 on the weekends, like, in high school, which is, I think, isn't fair. But I would, like, lie to my parents a lot and come up with all these excuses and these elaborate plans of, like, sneaking out and, like, trying to get places. And it's, frankly, just unsafe. Like, I feel like at that point, like, I was rebelling so much that I was, like, putting my life in danger. Not not that I was rebelling, but... Stuff like just like going out with my friends and not telling them where I was. You just had to make decisions that were yeah. unsafe. Yeah, and I feel like when I'm an adult, I would hope that me and my kids have more of a like not a friendship. Like I'm but their honesty. parent, but like yeah, yeah that's more one honesty. Thing. If I told my dad, it was always yeah, it was always better for me to be like, oh hey, I fucked up, than to yeah. him find out. Yeah, the finding up. out was like, never. Like, if you good. tell him, you're pretty much in the clear. Yeah. Maybe like a lecture, but if you don't tell him, and he finds out. Yikes. It's over. It's game over. Like, my <laughs> senior year was over at that point when I got caught, like, doing something. But hanging out with my friends when I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> senior year's done for. Like, <laughs> it was just crazy. Like, the punishment, not punishments, but it was more just, like, I never got to really hang out with my friends very often. And, like, I spent a lot of time alone. And I think that's kind of how I developed my character a little more because I really did spend just time and time out, time reading, like, hanging out with my sister, and, like, it was just crazy, like, I didn't really, I wasn't very social, and I was always very shy, and I feel like that's why I'm, like, socially anxious now, because, like, I was never the outgoing kid in class, and I was the music nerd, like, people just, I don't know. Well, well, like, using that as, I guess, a segue into wrapping this up with, like, one of the points I really wanted to hear from you, Mm -hmm. so this kind of more rigid guideline Childhood. Yeah. Uh, I guess it might be a difficult question to answer, but moving into young adulthood that you're in now, how that how does that feel security and confidence wise within your identity, you know, like yourself and who you are? Having the like strict I mean like did I don't know, like did you find difficulty be, you know, being being myself. Being, you know, oh I'm a I, I know this is like who I am. Or, oh well not knowing who you Wait, I think because I kind of get what you're but saying. But you know, like being, um, having security in in the things you say and do, yeah. and being confident with your with your choices and the person that you are. Yeah, I think definitely now, like as since I'm like away from my family, I'm kind of living on my own. I'm definitely more secure in who I am and like what I want to do. But growing up, I was definitely not at all. Like I never. Even still, sometimes when I'm, like, around my parents, like, I don't even feel like I'm acting fully myself because I'm scared of them, like, judging me or just being, like, I don't even know. Like, I was, I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like. Them, like, changing your mind. Yeah, changing my mind and trying to, like, tell me what to do. Like, growing up, that that was, like, the thing circling back to, like, wanting to do dance. Are you sure you want to do that? I think it's better if you do this. Exactly. And, like, are you sure you want to be in the media school? Like, is that going to make money? And I'm like, you know what? You guys question me me too much. Just let me live. God damn. Yeah, it makes you doubt yourself to some extent. Like, oh, shit, well, I don't know. I don't know. And, like, I never would want to, like, 
be like, oh, can I do dance or something? Because I feel like they'd be like, no, like you're not doing that, like that, like that kind of <laughs> stuff. Like I never really expressed what I wanted because I've okay. had that fear of getting shut down all the time. But now I am who I am. I like don't really care anymore. I like, am I who I am. As Cal Jacobs would say. The famous statements. Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> Euphoria. <laughs> Sorry, that was Conti, but... Uh, <laughs> that was Conti. <laughs> Not as Conti as Joel, apparently. Guys, for those of you out there that don't know the word Conti... Oh, I forgot. That's, like, not a normal word. Yeah, it's short for controversial. Yeah. We're putting you on Yeah. to the new lingo. The new lingo of the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, thank you for coming. I was so excited to be on. This thank was you for entertaining. This was fun. This was very interesting. I definitely am going to have to see about, you know, maybe a total opposite kind of interview because yeah. I think I'm just too in the middle. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you are kind I'm of I'm not in like the extreme hippie and I'm not like super extreme strict. Hippie. I'm just somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. But that's that's good. I think the middle is a good middle, obviously. Stuck in the middle with you. Okay. Anyways, um, actually, before we close off. What's the song that's got you moving today or this week or, you know, your song? What's the song that's got As me of today. moving? As of today? Not even moving. What have you been playing often? Um, You know, I obviously listen to my hip-hop, but I one song that I have liked recently is You're My Best Friend by Queen. I, like, recently rediscovered that song, and I was like, that's Isn't such it the a best when song. you rediscover something? Yeah. You know, something you used to listen to a lot, mm-hmm. you don't listen to it for, like, two years, and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Queen, though, but, yeah, that's what happened. What about you? Um, well, the last two days specifically, I've been listening to a lot of John Mayer for some reason. Mm. The weather's been nice. I feel like John Mayer's John like Mayer season. vibes outside. Like, yeah. It is. It always depends on the weather for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Who Says. Selena Gomez? Or wait, John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry, you know my mind is Disney Channel oriented. Like, I can't she really, help it. No, guys, I wish you thought this was a joke. She really is Disney I Channel. I am the Disney Channel encyclopedia. Sorry about it. Mm, hashtag Wizards of Waverly Place. Yep. But... All right, peeps. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> Who says by John Mayer and Selena Gomez, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, and you're my best friend. By Queen. <laughs> Thanks, Juge. Bye. All right, bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace.